0: This week on Moms Moving On.
1: If you think about it, it doesn't make a lot of sense that fifty percent of the people who get married in the United States go through a divorce, and yet every single one of the people with whom I deal, whether it's at the firm, wealthy, celebrity, high profile, beautiful, private planes, you know, fashion, whatever, or the users on the It's Over Easy network,
2: it's the great equalizer. Everybody's sad. Everybody's terrified. Society will tell you divorce has to be miserable. You have to hate your ex because he's an asshole and that's it. Sorry, deal with it. And there's so much more to that and it really doesn't have to be that way. And I love that you're shifting that perspective. Life moves on. So why shouldn't we? This is Michelle Dempsey-Moltak, your host of Moms Moving On, navigating divorce, co-parenting, single motherhood, and moving on. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another Moms Moving On. It's me, Michelle. Um, only this time I'm joined with basically who you'd call for a divorce if you were a high profile celebrity. I can't even believe I'm saying that. She is so badass for lack of a better term. I was connected to her through multiple people who said, "Oh my god, you have to meet Laura Wasser." And now we're not only meeting, we're bringing all of her amazing amazing knowledge to the podcast. Laura Wasser is a family law attorney and partner of Wasser, Cooperman, and Mandels, and the founder and CEO of the online divorce platform It's Over Easy, which gives divorcing couples an easy-to-use and affiliate resource for dissolving their marriage. Laura's mission is to change the way families approach divorce. It's Over Easy is a full divorce resource which allows users to generate all necessary divorce forms online, which can then be filed with the court on their behalf. As a family law expert, Laura's also the author of the new york times bestseller it doesn't have to be that way how to divorce without destroying your family and bankrupting yourself she's the host of the all sphere with Laura Wasser podcast for iheart she's been named one of the california daily journal's top 100 lawyers and top 50 women attorneys every year for the last 8 years there is so much more i can share but i'm going to let her introduce herself laura i'm like having a celebrity crush moment thank you for being here yeah. Thanks
1: for having me Michelle I just I love all the things that you said very true but I love what you do and I love that you kind of cater and speak with and create a community for moms because beyond all of that other stuff and first and foremost I'm a mom. I've got two sons and so everything that else that has been mentioned there kind of falls into place after that. And so I do, I, I appreciate what you do and I am so happy to be able to be introduced
2: to your audience. Can you take us through a little bit of your journey? Because I know my audience is very grateful to have you here and, and it's interesting to hear how you got to this point. I mean, you're not just another family law attorney, you're, you're rewriting how family law should be done.
1: I'm trying to. Um, You know, I'm also the daughter of a family law attorney. So I grew up um, in Los Angeles. My dad is and was a family law attorney as I was growing up. And I kind of watched kids in the 70s and 80s that I went to school with, I watched them going through their parents' divorces and how uncomfortable that was for so many kids. And then my parents split up when I was an older teenager. And because of what my dad did for a living, it was very amicable and very civil. And so I had that as an example. Um, Then I went to college and law school and I got married. And very shortly after my marriage, um, we split up. We were probably just too young. We were 25. um, So we really only married a little over a year. So it was a pretty amicable dissolution because we didn't have anything. We didn't have kids or anything like that. Um, It's what I think a lot of people refer to as a starter marriage. Yes. And while I was waiting, I got married after my second year of law school and we split up after my third year of law school. So I was waiting for the results of the bar exam and I really needed a paying job because I had been working for a nonprofit. Um, And so I went to my dad and I said, can I come work for your firm just while I wait for the bar results? I need the money. I'm paying the rent on this place that I have. And I had a dog and he said, yeah, you can work here. And I never left because it is actually a fascinating field of law because we as family law attorneys, get to hear all of the stories and and learn about human nature and we definitely see people at their best and their worst Mm -hmm. but what i love about it is we're problem solvers and we help people get from a very generally uncomfortable unpleasant time through to their next chapter. And particularly for women and particularly for moms, that's important to me. And one of the things that struck me in you know maybe, I've been doing this for over 25 years now, is how little it seems to have changed, mm-hmm. um, especially for kids that are going through it and watching their parents. And so when I wrote the book, it doesn't have to be that way. And when we launched the um, platform, it was to really help people because if you think about it, doesn't make a lot of sense that 50% of the people who get married in the United States go through a divorce. And yet every single one of the people with whom I deal, whether it's at the firm, wealthy, celebrity, high profile, beautiful, private planes, you know, fashion, whatever, or the users on the It's Over Easy network, it's the great equalizer. Everybody's sad. Everybody's terrified. Everybody says... You know you're not going to believe this, but I don't know anything about divorce, and I say, well, of course I believe it. Why would you know anything yeah. about it unless it's happening to you? And I wanted to just make it more normalized. I want to educate people. I think we are starting to do a little bit better with child custody. People are mediating more. People are using online platforms, but what is so much more healthy for a family in transition is to do it in a way that makes sense and so that's what we're really trying to do it's what i try to do in my practice it's what i've tried to do with it's over easy and it's what i try to do when i speak
2: with audiences like yours and i love that you you talked about being a problem solver when i first met my husband who's a family court judge he i said oh you know so what do you do Said, I'm a problem solver, I'm a decision maker. And that's that's the way he sees it. And it for him, it's solving these problems of these families, which no matter where they come from, no matter what walk of life or demographic, it's all the same in front yeah. of him. Like it's the same issues over and over and over. And there's so much anger and misery and and fear. 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 And known, you know? yes. There's and so much of that.
1: Now, during this COVID period, you know, we already have anxiety and uncertainty. Add what's going on in people's personal lives to that. And it's really a recipe for disaster. And I'm sure your husband's seeing it, just the, the, the complete
2: breakdown of people being able to move through these problems. Well, and I have learned so much, you know, just like you grew up in a home hearing all these things, this stuff comes home and we're constantly talking about it. And it's like, my goodness, like if there was only a way to get People to see that it doesn't have to be this way. And that's exactly what you're doing. So tell us a little bit about how you make divorce easy. You talked to me about the three C's consideration, cooperation, communication. I know you also did something about that for E! Online, which was really fun to watch. But can you can you share a little bit about that with our listeners?
1: Yeah, I mean, we just kind of boiled it down to three C's because it's easy to remember, but it really is. It's about, if, you, if you're co-parenting, you have got to get on board with your co-parent, okay? You may hate him, he may have cheated on you, she may have spent too much money, whatever it is, but if you're raising kids together, unlike any other kind of lawsuit that you'll ever experience, this one, you're gonna know the person. It's not like a fender bender and you sue them for your you know whiplash, you never see him again, or you trip and fall in a market. This person, you're gonna know even, even beyond the time when your kids reach an age of majority. I mean, my parents, both of them were at my wedding, both of them were at my law school graduation, both of them were in the room when I had my babies. I mean, so they have to figure out a way to get along. Um, Communication is key, and I think What I tell young people who are about to get married is that they should go to some kind of couples counseling, do something with some kind of therapist while things are good and sexy and romantic so that they are able to develop the tools to communicate with each other. Because certainly at some point, things aren't going to be so sexy and good and romantic. And if you've got those tools in your tool belt, then you can whip them out. And when things aren't easy, you can talk about them. So those people if they've had any kind of therapy, are gonna be better equipped. If they haven't, maybe figure out a way, even after the fact, to come up with some good communication tools. And part of that will be consideration. It's really hard, especially when you're angry and scared and frustrated, to think about what might be really important for the other person. But it's kind of that do unto others. Like if you think about where he's coming from and you think about what's important to him, as an example, both of my exes, because my sons have two different dads, are probably a lot more... I don't know if they're anxious or if they're just more hygienic than I am, but they've been much better about COVID than I have been, okay? I've had you know, a
2: housekeeper come in because I'm same working. Boat. I'm in the same boat with my
1: Okay. So, and I know that it's important to them. And since we're sharing kids and kids are going back and forth and they obviously have their bubble with their girlfriends or their, you know, I have to be really considerate, which is not always the first thing we think is like, how is he going to feel? But it's so much easier for my kids when I think, okay, this is going to upset him. So maybe don't, you know, have this person over or not have people in the house, have them outside if you're doing socially distance. It's a great example because COVID's kind of a change on how we've approached things. So mm-hmm. consideration, consider. Consider how your co-parent's going to feel. And then, of course, cooperation. One thing, I and so many people say this to me, like, if only I knew then what I know now, I would have handled it so much differently because, again, you're going to have to deal with this person probably for the rest of your life, and they are your best ally in terms of child care, scheduling. You know, you want that person to be on the same side as you if you're having any kind of an issue with the school, other parents, coaches, and if you are both leading busy lives, you're going to need to at some point call on that person and say, hey, can you help me out here? I got to be at this you know, convention during this time. And I know it's my custodial time, but if you watch them during this time, then I can watch them during this time. And that's huge because it's the only other person in the world that cares as much about your kids as you do. So get on the same side with them. So those three C's are two, three things that we can kind of box check as we're going through ways to really be able to get along and make your own life
2: better while you're getting through the problem solving and moving forward. I love that and I want to go back to the consideration piece for a second because I find that my clients are still so early on in their tumultuous like I hate him, I love him, screw him, I want to get back at him. No, I don't they're in this process where it's like, well, why should I have to consider what's good for him? You know I, I find that this is so hard for people to do until way later. And like some of this stuff can't be undone. Like some of the damage, you, you know, you hire this lawyer who tells you go for the jugular and you're like, okay. And then you don't realize the long term repercussions of that. And
1: gone on their vacation in Bora Bora with their family with the fees you paid them and you're still sitting in your, you know, house and dealing with your ex. So yes, be kind. Don't burn the house down literally, because that will come back to bite you. It's hard. And it's hard to really keep people focused and say, I promise you, this too shall pass. Don't do any don't say or do anything now that you can't undo.
2: Hey guys, Michelle here. I hope you are loving this episode as much as I am. We'll be back with more, but first a word from our sponsor.
0: Divorce is never easy. And when children are in the picture, it can be extra tricky, especially when communicating with your ex is a challenge. Now there's an app with you and your kids in mind. It's called FAIR, F-A-Y-R. FAIR is the easiest, most intuitive, and conflict diffusing co-parenting app on the market. FAIR helps eliminate misunderstandings while also improving communication between co-parents. In the long run, creating a loving environment for your kids. Here's what you can do on the FAIR app. There's a time-sharing calendar to track custody, exchange days, and never forget those special events. Documentable text messaging. And an expense tracker so both parents can add and monitor expenses, track receipts, and add notes. GPS check-in, that's a court-verifiable way to document your presence at all GPS-verified locations. A monthly parenting report to download with your details. A private journal to take notes, add photos, and screenshots. A file vault to keep your records, photos, and documents organized and in one place. The opportunity to export all of your records into a convenient time-and-date stamped PDF when you need documentation for legal matters. And there's a Spanish version of the app as well. FAIR allows you to experience co-parenting in a totally new way. Simply, inexpensively, transparently, and fairly. Lose the he said, she said, and be the best parent you can be. B-F-A-Y-R, FAIR. Subscribe at BeFair.com. That's B-E-F-A-Y-R.com. And then download FAIR from the App Store or Google Play. Go to FAIR.com for more details. Don't forget to use the code MICHELLE to save 20% off the cost of the app.
2: Can you share any success stories of couples that have come to you just like at each other's throats who are now co-parenting beautifully because of your help?
1: Well, I don't know if it's only because of my help. I really do Let's say it is
2: though, Laura, come
1: on. Let's just say it's all due to me and I'm brilliant. I think that time heals. And so I say to people, look, I've done this a bunch of times before. Trust me when I tell you that a year from today, you will not be feeling the way that you feel now. You won't be as hurt. You won't be as scared. That first time that your kids sleep at his house, you know, and you're like, oh, you know, you, you don't see him. But I say that first time, you, you know, have, make a bath, have a glass of wine. You can play your own music throughout the entire house, maybe even walk around naked a little bit. Like it's great. Second time, maybe you go on a date. Right. Third time, maybe you bring the date back to the house and you have wild sex in your Woo! house. Oh, yes your advantage, figure out things that will be good about it rather than ruminating about the bad. Um, I have had clients actually that have come to me from other attorneys and you know, said, this has just gotten so out of hand. I'm constantly angry, I'm spending so much money. I feel kind of like the lawyers are kind of churning and stirring the pot. And I'm like, well, think about it. The more you argue, the more money the lawyers make. So what can we do to reduce the arguments and figure out a way to get along? And not just one success story, but many success stories have to do with the fact that people have kind of implemented these three Cs, gotten into some therapy either to get Together, not to reconcile, but to figure out the best way of co-parenting and coexisting or on their own and really been able to move on. And I have clients that literally, and maybe this is so LA hippy dippy, they vacation together. They go on vacations together because as an example, this one family that I've remained kind of you know friendly at a distance with, they really wanted to both experience their kids being in Africa for the first time, going on safari. They knew they always wanted to do that with their kids. This
2: is ben and, and Nikki? No. Oh. No.
1: But, oh yes, they went too. No, I have another family that was- I was, was going to say. And neither one of them was willing to give up that cool experience, so they went all together. And they stayed in separate rooms, but they were like, you know, huts and whatever. And the kids went back and forth, and it was an amazing experience. And so- isn't that better for everybody? Isn't that better for your kids to you have that with both of you? I mean, the birthday parties, the Christmas, the Thanksgiving, yeah. we do Thanksgiving with everybody. Both of my exes come with both of their either other kids or significant others. I mean, the more what I always say is it's just more people to love your kids. You make your tribe bigger.
2: I love that. And I think there's so many people who. Expect this best friend relationship with their ex right out of the gate. But what you said, time heals all. It takes years and years. Like the Ben and Nikki that I referenced from our happy divorce, it was like 13 years before they got to that point. And, you know, my ex and I, could have killed each other in the first year. But two years later, we took our daughter to Disney World together, which blew everybody's minds. But neither one of us was missing the first time she saw the Magic Kingdom. So it comes in time, but it's also important to note that even if it doesn't, you can still be a great co-parent. There's no need to have this idyllic LA hippy-dippy (laughs) concept of co-parenting, it is is wonderful, but it's not going to be the norm for everybody. But what makes it easy is just maintaining those three C's for sure. Such a great thing to apply. It's like the golden rule. And I help clients with that all the time. If you don't want it done to you, you got to stop doing it to him.
1: And if you do want it done to you, the good stuff, if you expect somebody to reciprocate by saying, hey, it's okay if you're a half hour late, or hey, it's okay if you need me to babysit that night or whatever, do it. Put that olive branch out there. You do it first. And yeah. again, it may not be. You may not really enjoy spending time with that person. There's for sure a reason you're not with them anymore. I get that. But isn't it better than having to have two separate birthday parties or not being able to sit next to each other at the soccer game or the music recital? I mean, when I I go to these things, I don't, I'm not bringing a new boyfriend. I'm always going with my ex and we sit next to each other and we laugh and we're experiencing our kid doing whatever he's doing. And that's nice. And then it's bye. It's not like afterwards we're like mooning over each other, making out in the car. Then it's like, thanks for, you know, thanks for playing. See you next time.
2: But if you were, that would make for a great story and no judgment. I've
1: got some of those stories too, actually. <laughs> That's um, a very interesting place to be in romantic relationships.
2: <laughs> it's, you know, it, I think what happens is we lose sight, right? Like when we're at the end of a marriage, it's like what what I need and how I'm going to deal with divorce and how I'm going to get through the first days of co-parenting. But then we forget that like, yes, you're leaving this person, but you're still very much together for the entirety of your child's life.
1: We're a family. That's what I talk about. It's family transition. My kids both know that our family extends to each of their dads. I mean, when my younger one was in kindergarten, we used to do something called circle time. And my older one was already thinking like fifth grade. Well, my younger one's dad was away on a film. And so during circle time, my older son's father, we call him baby daddy one, And I had a trial for like three of the days of the first week of kindergarten. He went and sat in circle time with Jack. I mean, how awesome is that? Because that's our family. And so your family may not be you and your ex going to bed every night together, but it's still your family and you figure out a a way to make it work. And since there are so many families right now in the world that are doing this, Why shouldn't that be the norm? Why does everybody have to go through such uncomfortable growing pains and adjust to it? Why are we the ones that everyone's like, that's crazy, you went to Disneyland together? I mean, doesn't that make so much more sense? So that's how it should be. That's why we are trying to change the face of divorce. That's why we call it the evolution of dissolution. And don't get me wrong. If you're in a happy relationship and you stay married forever, God bless. I'm not saying people should get married and mix it up and free love and whatever. But the fact is that generally that is not the case. And if you have changed or shifted or moved on or whatever your circumstances are, there's still a way to make that family work, have a transition that's smooth and still be able to... be be members of a tribe together, even if you're not the king and queen of the tribe.
2: Right. And society will tell you divorce has to be miserable. You have to hate your ex because he's an asshole and that's it. Sorry, deal with it. And there's so much more to that. And it really doesn't have to be that way. And I love that you're shifting that perspective. Can you share a little bit about what the It's Over Easy platform is like for your clients or the people who are on the program? I love this platform. And again, I, it
1: was one of those things where like, I had the idea, but I don't know anything about tech. I wasn't sure how to implement it. I only know California law. So I really, I mean, I've learned over the past few years so much about family law in other states and how it's done. There's no question in my mind that dispute resolution is the best way of getting through a divorce. And there's also no question in my mind that if you do a little bit of the legwork and you learn what the law is in your state and how to apply it to your circumstances, you may not need lawyers. Probably most of the cases don't if we can make it small bite-sized pieces to get through it. So it's kind of a three-part platform and only the middle part is the part where anybody actually has to pay. Anyone listening, if you go to It's Over Easy, we've got a blog, there's tons of information. We've got the, down, the All's Fair podcast that you can download, listening to other people's stories, all you know articles and stuff like that. So you can read about what divorce is, what it is in your state, other folks who've gone through it, et cetera. And the other end of the platform, also free of charge, is the index, which is a referral source for businesses and professionals that can help you through this time. Because as you know, it's not just the divorce. It's then like getting new health insurance because it's not available through your spouse's employer anymore, moving, dating, you know, total makeovers with clothing and closets and all childcare, anything you can imagine. We have it in the index because people do need that help and the referrals. And if they don't, they're not part of a community of women who have gone through it, we don't know how to send them there. So we did that. The actual platform itself, and the only time you have to pay is when you are actually getting your divorce forms. We help you fill them out we help you exchange information about finances. We help you exchange information or re- requests about custody. And then we call the deal, which is when you actually are interfacing with your spouse about what the judgment's going to say, what the deal's going to be. And then we file it with the county, the court in the county where you live, and you're divorced. And it all costs less than one hour
2: of my time at the office as a, as a divorce attorney. You're amazing. I I love that you did that and how helpful for the people who, you know, there are plenty of people who reach out to me and say, I can't afford counsel. I have to figure out how to do this by myself. Where do I start? And this is, this is exactly who it's for and that's beautiful and it's available in all states.
1: Yes, we're fifty. We're nationwide now. Um, there are some states where we still can't have the full full plan because that we they have different laws and things. So we're still developing, but it is available in every state. Yes,
2: good for you, Laura. This is amazing. So you are not just changing the lives of all the Californians getting divorced. You are a national superstar. Um, I'm so glad you are here. You know, we have so many moms who are just at the very beginning of their diver- divorce journeys. Sometimes I lose sight, maybe like you, of being like that veteran OG who's been through it all, you know, but for that person who's back in the beginning, that really ugly time, what advice would you give them about their moving on process?
1: I would say two things. And again, it has to almost be your mantra. One is this too shall pass. You have to know that. And I, again, it's like what I said, a year from now, you will not be in the same place that you are today, for sure. And generally it's gonna be a better place than you are today. The other thing is be kind. Not just to your ex, as we discussed, because he's going through something too. Even if he's a total shithead and he cheated on you and whatever, it's still hard for him. He may not even know it because he's that much of a jerk, but it is. Be kind, but more, more than being kind for the sake of being kind to him, being kind because it's good for you because it's not good for you to be angry and ugly and squinched up face, which is going to require Botox or whatever else. Be kind and also be kind to yourself. You know, some of the money that you may save by not getting a super aggressive, angry, overcharging attorney, get a massage, get a blowout, do something that's nice for you. Go for a hike. It doesn't have to be something that costs money. Maybe save up and spend a few sessions with a really, really great counselor who can kind of get you back in the groove on track. Be kind to Others, be kind certainly to your children,
2: but be kind to you and this, and you will get through this. I love that, thank you. And I never let anybody off the hook without sharing like a favorite personal quote. What is something that inspires you, quote-wise? I'm a big quote fanatic. Okay, hold on, it's
1: a Ralph Waldo Emerson quote and I'm gonna tell you what it is right now. Hold on. Happiness is a perfume you cannot pour on others without getting a few drops on yourself. I love that. That's a good one. It just makes me happy. And it's like, if you are happy, and sometimes I tell people, fake it till you make it, go stand in the mirror, smile. Even if you don't feel like it, smile. When you get out there, you've seen this. If you're out there and you're at the Starbucks or whatever, you get the coffee and you say thank you and you smile, someone's going to smile back. Something's going to make you feel good and that will just get you through your day. And I think it's really important, particularly right now, if you're going through a divorce, if you're starting through a divorce, if you're experiencing the isolation of this crazy pandemic, try to kind of pay it forward and give a smile or something nice to somebody, it will come back to you. I love that.
2: I love everything about that. I love how you've done divorce. I love how you're helping people do divorce. I think your boys are very lucky. I think your baby daddies are also very lucky and and the whole thing you've created. And I'm sure your dad is your mentor, right? Yes. Does he still practice? Yes. (laughs) Do, Do you guys work together?
1: Um, we are at the same firm. We don't have that many cases together, but we check in with each other every morning and we talk about cases. There's four equity partners at our firm and we're two of them. And yeah, I've learned so much from both of my parents throughout the years. They just are, they were really, really amazing examples of how you give your children roots
2: and wings. Um, and they really did that for my brother. That's so beautiful. My, my short story, side note, my stepdad, who was essentially my dad, was my mom's divorce attorney from my biological father? They fell in love, and he was like the guy you went to in New York. Like he was the divorce attorney, and he was the best, and everybody okay. knew him. He he died a long time ago, but Barry Levine.
1: Okay, anyway, I remember. I, I know
2: that name. Everybody knew him and loved him and respected him, and he died when I was twenty three. And now, you know, coming full circle, I'm like, wow, what a mentor, you know, or, or how nice it would have been to be in this space and have that perspective, but then met my husband who's a family court judge. So it's kind of the same. Exactly. Our whole lives are divorced. Anyway, all for the better to help other people. Laura, where can our listeners and my followers find you? Because there's a lot more they can they can get out of just, you know, taking a look at your website.
1: Yes, so well, it's overeasy.com is the website. We have an Instagram which is at its overeasy. We I have my own Instagram which is Laura Wasser official. Um, and generally everything else falls from there. We also have I think laurawasser.net is in is one well, anything that I'm doing Wait, I'm somebody your- is making is making something happen about it. I usually don't even know what it is, but I but it's all out there.
2: <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to tell you guys the site right now because it's important that you know this. itsovereasy.com. Yes. That's it. Okay. itsovereasy.com. Laura Wasser, you heard it here first. She is changing the divorce game. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Of course. To the rest of you, thank you for listening. If you have questions, you know where to find me. I can put you directly in touch with Laura if need be and take care of yourselves. Chat soon.